Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hello and welcome to Kindergarten Children. How are you today? I'm good, Mr. Sandro. Oh, thank you, Timmy. Did you find your dog? No, he died. Oh, that's a real shame. Let's make everyone feel better now. We're going to sing a song, okay? Okay. It's the classic song about the wheels on the bus, all right? Okay. All right, here we go. Repeat after me. The meals on the bus go round and round. You're not singing. No, because that, was, that wasn't the word. You said meals instead of yeah. wheels. The meals I'm on good. the bus go... All right, we'll jump to the second verse. All right. We're eating wheels all day. What are you... You're not singing wait, wait. along. <laughs> I, I, I was just listening to the lyrics first and then going to join in afterwards because I didn't know the lyrics because you keep changing them to a different thing. <laughs> No, they're the right they're the right lyrics. You're a terrible kindergarten teacher. I am. I'm gonna go do cocaine. Hello and welcome to Oldie <laughs> Butter Goody. Well that took a twist. And look, when you can't think of a punchline, teacher does cocaine. It'll work every time. <laughs> it just works. It just works. Uh, this week on the podcast, we're reviewing Meals on Wheels. I mean, Wheels on Meals. Wheels on Meals. Yep, definitely not confusing title that doesn't really have anything to do with the movie. Yep. Uh, no, they, they, have a, they have a cart that sells, sells meals. They do. So it's just, they just swap the words around. There's probably a movie out there with already that name. So they just did the swap around. Also, it's translated from Chinese, so... Mm. That is true. Uh, yeah, shows Oldie Buddy Goody where, like, what came out this week back in 1994. We pick a movie, we watch it. That's what we did by we, I mean yes. me, Sandro, and you, and Zach. And me, Timmy. Whoa, Timmy, um, I mean. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's me, it's Timmy. My dog died. Oh. <laughs> that's, his, so, that's his character. So sad. It was his imaginary dog, don't yeah. worry. Right. He snorted too much cocaine. <laughs> was it like in the movie Bachelor Party? Yes, yes, the dog, the dog, his imaginary dog, yeah. snorted too much of the teacher's cocaine. Oh man, that poor time. dog. But I bet that dog had a crazy time. A fantastic and time. And then died. Anyway, moving on to this movie. Uh, yeah, this week we said, Hollywood, who needs you? And we went over to Hong Kong cinema and we checked out Wheels on Meals with Jackie Chan. Mm. First impressions, what do you think of this film? Well, it's very important that we um, oh. preface this with we saw two quite different movies I expect <laughs> we did you saw the subtitled version of this movie kinda yeah and we'll get to that I watched the dub yes the uh, dubbed over version of this movie uh, so what do you mean kind of Sandro so this film takes place in Spain, and there's a lot of Spanish actors that don't speak Chinese. Yep. So I think they filmed their scenes in Spanish, and then overdubbed their oh. their talking with Chinese. So 
there was still dubs in my subs, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, that's interesting. I just had all the people uh, with the English dub. How was that? Bad. Okay. <laughs> it is really bad. <laughs> but it's like classic bad. It's like the the exact bad of what you would expect. Mm. Yeah, it's it's... It's very bad in places. So bad it's funny, though. Okay, that's um, good. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine that certain jokes would have translated well into I, English. I'm not sure if the... Well, here's the thing. Because it also came with subtitles. Mm-hmm. And I had the subtitles on for a bit till they started confusing me because the subtitles that I had said different yep. things classic what the characters said that always happens that always happens it's so annoying so it's like obviously the subtitles are from the original movie and then the dub was saying other things and i was like oh my god so i just turned the subtitles off yeah I just turned them off and i was like i'll just go with the original dub english dub we'll just do this there were definitely jokes I feel, and I don't know which jokes you got and which jokes I got, but I feel like you also missed out on jokes. Okay. Yeah, it does seem like one of those ones. Some of the bad guys' voices were literally, I am the bad guy. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, yeah, we gotta go get him, boss. Uh, don't worry, we got him, boss. Okay. It was, it was that level of... Oh, wow. Well, I'm excited to go through it and figure out what the differences were. But the film itself, honestly, uh, I liked it. I don't think it's... it's Like, out of all of the Jackie Chan films I've seen, this one's not particularly great, mainly just because I don't think the story really holds up. It's very much of its time. Yes. Certain stuff in the story. But it's pretty fun. It's a fun movie. I think if you're a fan of Jackie Chan and you haven't seen this one, check this one out. I think it's probably not good as your first mm. uh, exploration into that genre, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was definitely the consensus of a lot of the reviews. We're like, if you're a fan of Jackie Chan, you'll love this movie. Uh, well, before we jump into the movie, I've got something... I've got a plug up top. Uh, I was on a podcast uh, last week. Wait, you were on a podcast I were on last a week? Different, I went on a podcast and I plugged our podcast. What? I, I guested in... Crooked Table Podcast. I joined Rob Whoa. on that show, uh, and not the Rob who's guested on the show before. A different Rob. Will he guest on this show at some point? Probably. Wait, he's, he's stolen Rob's name. He's How stolen day. Rob's name. Yes, there can only be one. We need to have a Highlander where we get both of them on to fight out <laughs> for their name. Episode one hundred. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, yeah, I went on his show to talk about these two movies called the Machete movies, which are technically spin-offs of Spy Kids. Mm, technically, what? Except they're ultra violent and Wait, very technically spin-offs. What do you mean? Are they in the same universe? You know Uncle Machete in Spy Kids? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's him. Yeah, it's him, oh, and he's got the same right. character name. But a very different backstory, and the movie is ridiculously offensive That's and violent. Bizarre. So I went on to talk about that. The episode's out on Tuesday the 18th, so link in the description, probably. That sounds amazing. Yeah, you'd love it. Yeah. yeah. You would love those movies. You should definitely watch them. I did love Spy Kids, so... <laughs> Alright, well that is a plug. And now for the episode. Other options for this week, Zach, they were... So you had two options. Yeah. Well, two other options. Uh, which was uh, Cloak and Dagger, 
An 11-year-old sees the murder of an FBI agent who hands him a video game cartridge with military secrets. And his name is Timmy. Yes. His dog died of cocaine overdose. (laughs) Turns out the FBI had cocaine on him and, well, it didn't go well. Didn't go well. Um, Look, a person who hides military secrets in a video game cartridge probably has cocaine on them. I don't understand that premise. It sounds stupid. It does sound stupid. Yeah. And um, the other movie you had was Red Dawn. Ew. Uh, teenagers team up to survive as the US is invaded by the Soviets. You've seen it, right? Uh, I think I've seen a version of this movie, a superior version. Superior? Yeah. Have you seen the remake Superior? I think they're both terrible, but the remake is, like, the worst. Oh, you're talking about Tomorrow When the War Began. Yes. <laughs> By seen, I mean red. <laughs> yeah. I think we talked about it last week, but yeah. Tomorrow When the, the War Began is Red Dawn, but Australian, and Australians pretend that it's original, where it just completely rips off this movie from the 80s. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's good though. And it's taught in schools, like the school Timmy went to. That's why he's such a messed up kid. (laughs) Why is he messed up? What? He saw his teacher die from cocaine and then went home. Oh, I didn't mention the teacher. Oh, the teacher teacher also died. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Man, poor Timmy. It's awful. He's living in his own version of train spotting and he's not okay with it, honestly. He's living his best life. I don't think he is, but okay. (laughs) Alright, Wheels and Meals released August 17th. It's directed by Sam O'Hung. He started off as an actor, uh, then began working as an action director, and then he went on working as a full-on director. He's also an actor because he plays private detective Moby in this movie. So he directed and he starred as a character that when I was watching it, I went, Zach probably hates this character. I, I liked his character. I thought he was fine. Oh, cool. Okay. I, 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 like, obviously it was a bit of a, uh, sometimes, but I thought it was okay. That's good. It was a funny silly cat. I liked, uh, I liked one quote. Oh, I should have wrote it down. It was when they were getting into the castle at the end, but he's like, I can't get through there. I can't jump that. And he's like, well, flap your, your ears, Dumbo. Whoa, I did not get that. That is definitely just in the dub. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Um, but that was a quote, because Jackie Chan's like, well, flap your ears, dumb." <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, Jackie Chan plays a character called Thomas, and then Ewan Bio plays a guy called David. Those three, they actually work in a lot of movies together, because they all went to a boarding school together. They're all old ah. friends. Wow, that's pretty cool. I thought I thought they were all good. I Definitely. thought the, the three, three leads were all good. Uh, for the rest of the cast, we got an actress called Lola Fauna playing Sylvia. Mm. Uh, she worked with these this trio before in a film called Project A from 83, which is another excellent Jackie Chan movie that I would recommend checking out. Uh, she's good. I liked her. Yeah. For the first half, she was a total evil bastard. <laughs> yeah. They're really like, oh! this lady who's just robbing people blind <laughs> crashing into cars robbing people and then running away she's not a nice person yeah her story arc is f- so funny we'll get into it yeah. but it like her character changes on a dime for no reason yeah it's weird this is yeah i don't i don't know even i i don't know she's meant to be the the, the like mm. the good guy but has a bad upbringing yeah but she she doesn't seem very good for a whole lot of it. And then they're like, nope, she's good now. Yeah. I love the scene where she goes into her 
sad upbringing because the music that plays is so on the nose that it's genuinely mm. hilarious and i really hope you got the same music as i did because the soundtrack i think is very it was funny. very dramatic that's <laughs> what i remember yeah uh and then finally there's this guy called benny aquitas who plays uh this guy that jackie chan has to fight at the very end of the movie he's a famous mm. american fighter yeah uh that was uh the other half of the reviews Half of them said, you know, this is if you like Jackie Chan, you'll like this movie. The other half said, wait till the jet fight. Jackie versus the jet. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> it is good. It's incredible. Yeah, it's fantastic. Mm. Dude, I, I even looked up good old the jet and I was like, huh, this guy's pretty cool. He is cool. He's surprisingly short compared to Jackie Chan, which is what made that fight mm. even better, I think. Uh, you see, he's, he's got a couple inches on him, that's for sure. But I feel like the jet, he was pulling up his own. He was. And if it weren't for the plot, probably could have won. Probably. Also may have died. <laughs> a lot of people may have died in this movie. A lot of people should have died in this movie. That as well. And they, they showed a bit of blood. So what was this rated? PG? Yeah, it was rated M in America, in Australia. M in America, yeah, well that doesn't yeah. surprise well, me. Well, mainly rated M because one of the characters is a sex worker, <laughs> and whenever that uh, happens... Ah, right, yeah. It's rated M fair. here. So, yeah. Um, this doesn't have a critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, but it was pretty well nominated. I think it got nominated for uh, some some awards as well. But based on just under 7,000 user reviews, it's got a Rotten Tomatoes score of 81. 81, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no critic score yet. Nope is unfortunate but there were a few critic reviews and like half of them were like yes half of them were like eh. <laughs> yeah so. like, like no one doesn't like this movie the negative reviews are more like it could be better i think yeah, yeah. which is fair like enough. they'd prefer other jackie chan movies yeah so. no no idea how much this cost absolutely no idea i tried to compare it to other jackie chan movies at the time also no idea how much they cost so i couldn't <laughs> tell you wow I'm guessing 20. It cost about 20? No, no, no. I'm guessing it made about 20. I'm guessing this. Oh, what did it cost? Because they were in Spain, but what else did they use? They had the castle set. It's the castle set. That was about it. They just used like a street. Yeah. They had to close that off. They're I mean... usually made on the cheap. I will give you a slight spoiler. This made the top five highest grossing films in Hong Kong. Wow. So top five. Wow, that's really impressive. I yeah. didn't realize that. Um, but but it made less than thirteen million US dollars. Thirteen million. Oh wait, no, hang on. Just pretend I didn't say that. <clears throat> but it made less than twenty million US dollars. Saying that, right? To give you an idea of how much it it did make. So, and I definitely didn't just tell you. Fifteen mil. <laughs> A little bit less than fifteen mil. Uh, twelve mil. A little bit more than twelve mil. Fourteen. Mil? <laughs> A little bit less than fourteen. <laughs> 13 million. Yes, 13 wow. million. Incredible. I could not have guessed. And now I'm going to have to leave that in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're goofed. Uh, uh. If it's number five highest grossing in Hong Kong, made 13 mm. million US dollars, it was mm. probably made for like one, two, maybe? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was too expensive, surely. Although having the jet there was pretty cool. Hmm. I wonder how he got involved. It's probably just a big fan of Jackie Chan. Oh, yeah. Or or even... Because I guess they're in Spain, so that's not too far away. Because they, they were all in Spain, so I guess the, you know... I like that as well. A foreign movie set somewhere yeah, it's, where the film isn't like, really meant to be shown. Yeah, I didn't realise it at first, obviously. Because mm. it's not like explained explicitly. 
Although there is a whole lot of um, minorities about. Yes. That's, that's a joke of this movie. I feel like that would have been worse in your version than it was in mine, maybe. I, it was pretty bad. Okay. It yeah. was pretty bad. Like, it starts off with the Italian man. Oh. Is it expressed as he's Italian? Oh, right. Of course the dubbed version would be stupid with the Italian accents. Yeah, it's really bad. But it's also like, oh, no, it's the Italian man. Oh, Italian man, what's the problem? And it's like, it's my wife. (laughs) It, It does sound like your version is, like, the the dubbed version is more problematic than the sub version. Oh, it was really problematic. And I was like, oh. (laughs) Which is why I was tempted to give it an oldie. But that jet fight, ooh. Yeah, we'll get to the rating. I'm also conflicted. I'm also conflicted. Mm. Because I think the the sub version, yeah, it was just the plot. It was just some parts Mm. of the plot. I was like, ooh, that could have been done better. But aside from that. The entirety of the plot could have been done better. (laughs) Oh, wait, there was also all the mental disability stuff. That was pretty bad. Yeah, that's why I'm saying the entirety of the plot could have been tough. Uh, the movie starts off with J- Jackie Chan and his friend? Brother? Brother? I think they're brothers. I, I think so. Well, 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 maybe not. I think in the English dub, they call themselves brothers. They don't really do that in the sub. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I think in the dub, they might call themselves brothers. Or maybe I'm just dumb. I don't know. Anyway, they they live at their place. They they rent in this apartment together. Um, they even have separate bedrooms. Oh wait, <laughs> that was a good joke. Because it opens up with them waking up in the morning. Yeah, doing some exercise, and like, uh, one of them gets up, opens the door. They have doors right next to each other. Mm-hmm. So one opens it up and then knocks on the door to the other bedroom, and it's like, "Hey, get up, Jackie Chan." He opens up the door. And so both the doors are open, and then and then he just walks through the barrier where you'd think the wall would be, mm-hmm. and it's shown that the, there's just two doors to this one room. It took forever to get there, which is something that I think I like about the jokes in this movie. They're in there for the long haul. Like, mm. they, they get ready to do a joke ten minutes before you know that joke is coming. <laughs> mm, yeah. At points, I would say it was good. At other points, I was yeah. like, get on with the joke! <laughs> God was, damn it. It was only really in the third yeah. act where there's like ten minutes of them trying to break into the castle. I thought that was a little bit over the top, but the rest wasn't too bad. Uh, you mentioned him, the neighbour. The neighbour is living with his girlfriend, and his girlfriend is very angry at him all the time because he's maybe cheating on her? Yeah, uh, no, he is. In in the English version, it's explicitly he is cheating. Ah, uh, see, it's not in subs. <laughs> it's like, they, they talk about his girlfriend and how it's like, he he's in trouble with his wife because he's gone to see his girlfriend. But he had to see her because his girlfriend was really upset. So he had to comfort his girlfriend. <laughs> she said she was going to leave him if she he didn't come over. So he's explicitly cheating in the English dub. It was a little bit more sneaky in the sub version. <laughs> okay, I love this though, because it does kind of start off strong with a really good uh, bit of stunt work where they got to leave the apartment mm. by going through a window. They jump out of a window, land on a, um, what is it? It's, it's not a veranda, but like one of those like cloth things you put up over yeah, the front uh, of a like shop. Yeah, like cloth roof. Yeah, like a stall roof like a stall roof and they jump off that and then they land on the ground and Jackie Chan does that 
And it seems like he did it for real. It's very good. Yeah, if you look up stall roof, that's 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 good enough. And then David goes to do it as well. He jumps out, but uh, the Italian shop owner is like, you can't be jumping on this. So he pulls it back, and David just lands on his tailbone, and it looks very painful. Yeah. Owie. Ouch. But I think, uh, I think they put a cushion in his trousers or something. I think so. They had to, right? I remember this scene being played on Corridor Crew, where they do stuntmen react, and I think... Mm they did notice that there was a, a cushion there because he, he does a slight ah. does a slight jump. But still, he lands right on that tailbone. Owie. We're introduced to Moby, who works as a private detective's assistant. He um breaks into his own office? Because <laughs> he's trying to, you know, he's trying to become a private detective. He's training. Oh, I see. He's training. He's training. I thought he was just an idiot. <laughs> I, I, um... uh, e- either option, honestly. <laughs> either option. Either or. Uh, he breaks in, and then, uh, his boss walks in. And is like, what are you doing? You work here. And he, and he's like, oh, I'm just doing some stretches. Just doing some exercise. So he tells his boss that there's a guy coming over who wants to hire them. And the boss is like, oh, I don't want to do no work. How about you pretend you're me? Wait, so my story is that, uh, he explains that some people have, uh, been looking for him. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's just a secret code I have with these people. What did they say? And he's like, oh, they really wanted to see you. They uh, said they were going to come back this, the evening to see you. And he's like, oh, crap, i got to get out of here. <laughs> what? So, so the joke being that he, he tries to brush it off as like, uh, oh, yeah, it's just a, just a code we have. Yeah, they were looking to, to meet up with me so they could, uh, yeah, whatever. That is kind of similar because he... Like, in my version, he gets scared in the same sense. Like, it's like, oh, this person wants to meet him. He's a little scared about that. But then, yeah, he's like, how about you pretend to be me? And going, that's really interesting. No, in my one, it's just like, he's, you're in charge now. I'm going to go on holiday. You're in charge of the detective agency now. <laughs> that's amazing. Wait, so how does that explain? I'm so confused. Because he, he gets a, it's like a promotion, right? Yeah, it's a promotion. Was it a promotion for you? Kind of, but it's not a proper promotion because he doesn't have the paperwork. Oh, I see. That was a big joke for me, was that like, he's always saying he's a detective, but he can't show the paperwork to prove that he is a detective. Right. And at the very end, he gets the paperwork. Yeah. Right. So I guess it was a uh, similar lines. Similar enough, which I think is what we're going to find with a lot of this comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's hired to find uh, this woman named Gloria and her child. That's all we know. There's a mysterious man shows up and gives him too much money. <laughs> so much money. Jackie Chan and David they run a food truck called Everybody's Kitchen. Mm. I love the scene where we're introduced to the truck and they use this super modern computer program to open up all the doors. I love this scene, though, because Jackie Chan is, like, skateboarding around, getting people's orders mm. and dropping off their food. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the classic, like, uh, waiter on wheels. Mm. Going around, grabbing orders on his skateboard, skating around. He uh, He's skating with food as well to serve it up. Yeah. Uh, as he's skating through, he's throwing food over the, the stall roofs that sort of slide along them as he's skateboarding. So he passes a food over and then catches it before it falls down. Yeah. Some fun food shenanigans. So much. There's a lot of fun shenanigans in this movie. And Mm. I always appreciate it because I would say, and if you disagree, let me know, but I would say Jackie Chan, King of Shenanigans. Ah! 
would say King of Kung Fu shenanigans. That's what I'd say. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I can go out on the limb of all shenanigans. I would say all shenanigans, but definitely Kung Fu shenanigans. Okay, there we or go. Or like stunt stunt shenanigans. Ooh, stunt shenanigans. That's true. Yeah, like he's the stunt king in my book. Well, we could talk about the bikers, but I don't want to. I would love to talk about the bikers because it has one of the two quotes I've wrote down. <laughs> I think we got the same one, and I'm interested to see the translation. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, while they're serving up food, a biker gang drives in, and they just start, they start causing trouble and making loud noises, and people are getting upset, people are starting to leave, it's, it's bad for business. Yeah. So, of course, uh, Jackie Chan is like, hey, we gotta go stop these idiots. I think it's the first bit we see of them doing kung fu in the movie. Yeah. Where they're knocking people off their bikes. The guys are like, Wah! and they drive at them, and they just like pile drive them in the air mm-hmm. um, until they reach the last one, the 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 head honcho of their the group. Yeah, we've got the like, same quote. Yeah, I I don't know if it's the exact quote, but my one here, uh, he's about to fight them, and then he decides not to, and he says, uh, oh, "Mommy told me not to get into fights." <laughs> That's very close to mine. Okay, yeah. so mine is. Oh, my mum told me I could do anything except for getting into fights. Oh, okay. That was my version, yeah. And then Jackie Chan replies, I think mummy told you to go home. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he said in my one. Okay, well. nice, nice. <laughs> that's good. And uh, the, the guy's like, oh, I don't know if she said that. Let me go check. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> just so dumb. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, that's good, that's um, good. And then they slap him on the head as he w- walks away. And then the whole crowd claps. Yay! Yay! Our and- heroes punched some bikers. Yay! That was assault. Yay! I think maybe they were applauding Jackie Chan in real life from finishing this scene. They were like, well done. That was a good line you said. But also, we all speak Spanish, and we have no idea what you just said, but we like the way that you delivered But it. also, Whoa. that was a great sausage. Thanks, sir. Thank you. Wow, that meal Excellent. on wheels. Excellent. Or wheels on meals, as, as some would say. <laughs> some would say. Oh, it's a double thing, because he's on a skateboard as well. Oh, I didn't oh, even he's think of that. holding meals while on... That is good. Man, I'm dumb. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of characters being dumb... Mm? They get a flat tire. Oh my god. There's, oh. So they, they drive to the mental hospital. Yeah, to go and see David's dad. They, they're at this mental hospital and they get a flat tire. They get a flat tire and David says, Oh damn, a flat tire. Jackie Chan's response is, You shouldn't say that. You should say, Ha ha, a flat tire. And David's response is, Only crazy people would say that. What are you talking about? Then a guy from the mental hospital walks up, sees the flat tire and goes, Ha ha, a flat tire! And Jackie Chan says, Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> Crazy people would <laughs> okay. say that. Okay, it was a little bit different. It was a little bit different. We didn't have the, the ha ha. Uh, it was pretty much, you should say it in a positive light. I just like the way that Jackie Chan delivers the line. I like Again, it's translated, so I don't know exactly how close it is, but... The way that he said it was very much like, ha ha, it's a flat tire. It's almost like, huzzah, or something. Is kind of like the oh, way okay, he said it. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, it was really interesting. I wish I could have heard that, but yeah, it's all overdubbed, so I don't hear the original audio, which is mm. unfortunate. A- and then they've got to figure out how to God. screw the 
the, the spare the tire worst on. character the worst character in the movie yeah this guy who who lives at this hospital says well how about you take one screw from the other three wheels then you'll have three screws and that will hold the spare tire in place until you get to the city you see you had a different version remember mm-hmm. i had a different character because you didn't hear the audio from this character oh no this was his voice. No. He talked like this no, the didn't. whole time. No, he, he didn't. No, he did That is... Yeah, it, it, it was oh that. Oh, my God. Every scene he's in, that voice is happening, and I hated it. I hate that. that was dumb. I yeah, want... Yeah, this is my voice, oh. Sandro. Do you not like this voice, Sandro? It sounds like a, a voice you'd hear on one of those really bad direct-to-DVD Disney sequels. Yes, it was that bad. Yes. It was really bad. Ugh. It's like uh, it's it's like a weird cartoon villain. Man, I hate that. Yeah, it was bad. How did TikTok Man sound in your version? TikTok Man really bad as well. Both these people had really like TikTok, 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 TikTok. We should add context. Uh, in the hospital, there's this guy who thinks he's a clock, and he walks around saying TikTok, and then also tells people the time. Yeah. But there's this hilarious scene where he tells Jackie Chan the time's two thirty, and Jackie Chan is like, "No, it isn't. It's two forty-five." And so he responds with, "Whoops, I'm slow. TikTok, 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 TikTok." Yes, that's literally what happens, except it's a terrible English dub. It's like TikTok, 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 TikTok. That's literally I, how it uh, sounds. It's look, it's cringy. It's a different time because they're making fun of people with mental disabilities. But mm. coming up with the idea of a clock man, whoever came up with that, I I don't know if you are a comedic genius or if you don't know how to write comedy. I genuinely don't yeah. know if you're bad or good at what you do. Uh, look, <laughs> don't watch the English dub. <laughs> Unless you really want to, then watch it with a couple of drinks. Perfect. It's so bad it's good, okay. is the English dub. It's really bad, and that can turn it around if you've got a couple of drinks having a bit of fun. Otherwise, it's awful. It's really bad. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds painful, but also It is. Amazing. It's quite painful in moments. Uh, they go and see David's dad, who tells them that he's got a date. And then they're like, oh, a date. Is that is that how you're managing to cope so well here? The, the dad takes them to meet them? Yep. Or do they just follow? Oh, the dad leaves and they follow the dad? One of, like one of the two. And Sylvia walks up the stairs in slow-mo and we're introduced to her by a slow-mo hair flip. <laughs> ah, yes, the slow-mo. How did you like the slow-mo in this movie? Usually Sandra? I don't like slow-mo, but slow-mo was a big part of Hong Kong cinema and I respect it. Because they, they had that fighting the, the bikes. Yes. They, they, yes. There was a bit of a slow-mo scene. Which I like because it shows you that it's for real a lot of the time and stuff like yeah. that. However, yeah, the slow-mo hair flick <laughs> uh, was so bad it was good. I loved it. I was laughing a lot. <laughs> yes, it was very cliche. But turns out that, no, Sylvia isn't the one that the dad is dating. She's the daughter. Uh, what did they say to each other for you? He said, um, is she ready? And then I think Sylvia said, yes, I'll go get her. No, 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 no. The two brothers, because there's a scene where they're like, do you know what I'm thinking? Oh, yes, I got this scene. <laughs> okay, okay. Because it, it was like, so you know what I'm thinking, yeah? And he's like, yeah, I know what you're you're thinking. Right, so then we don't have to tell each other, yes? And he's like, yes. So we both agree, yeah? And we agree, yes? Yes, we agree. I loved it. Uh, 
it's like she she's pretty good looking or whatever it turns out that sylvia is the daughter of the woman that the dad is dating and so they both look at each other and are like oh we gotta ask her out it was it was like oh i think i know what you're thinking now. <laughs> which, which i thought was pretty good i think it's pretty clear that jackie chan's like david you can ask her out I'm just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna hang back. Try to try to take back, except what he isn't. But then most of the time he is. And so they go off that night, and they're working on a street corner, and they see standing by a wall. Yeah, they regularly they regularly go to a dodgy street street <laughs> corner to sell food to uh, prostitutes. Yes, and guys looking <laughs> to hire them. One of the ladies gives them a whole ton of money. Yes. And then takes a spring roll. Yes. And then Jackie Chan is like, it's a good thing she tips so much because those spring rolls are very expensive. (laughs) (laughs) It was very similar in my one. It was like a complimentary spring roll. It's like spring rolls aren't free. It was funny. They see that this is where Sylvia works. A guy comes up. They're like, oh my god, that's Sylvia. Well, she doesn't work there. We'll find out later. But uh, they spot Sylvia there and like, oh my god, she's a prostitute. Wow, my opinion of her is instantly dropped because it's 1984. (laughs) And so she goes into this room with this guy and then steals his money. And then he's like, are you trying to steal my money? And she's like, oh, I'm going to run. Yep. So she runs out and then hides in the food truck. Yeah. Guy's like, oh, man, my head. Oh, it's so sore. Jackie Chan, please. We're going to go home early. <laughs> like right now. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie Chan's like, all right, let's go home. So they go home. Yeah, they go home. And then he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, hey, look who's behind here. <laughs> and uh, he shows that the girl's been hiding in the van the whole time. And Jackie Chan's like, what? Yep. Whoa. So Jackie Chan's eventually like, okay, guess you can stay at our apartment tonight, seeing as you're being chased by men who you've stolen from. Mm. Uh, their neighbor bursts in. Again. And is like, my wife's trying to kill me with a shotgun, which was pretty funny. Yep. Mm. How did the wife sound in your dubbed version? Like a very distressed lady. <laughs> okay. She wasn't too bad. She was just an Italian lady that was like, Hey, my husband's been <laughs> cheating on me. Jeez, okay. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> I don't know. That's great. She she wasn't particularly bad, which All is right. good. She, I thought she had the best. She sounded the most realistic, to be honest. Perfect, perfect. Anyway, he's he's in his underpants. They have a kiss mark on them. And then he gets distracted by Sylvia. Well, it's like, not the time, you idiot. He's such an idiot. Your wife is literally a door away with a shotgun about to kill you Mm. and you're gonna risk it all because there's a pretty lady here so his wife is calling in from outside saying i actually do love you i hope you love me too and then he's yeah because jackie chan convinced him they're like hey you 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 love him yep don't don't murder him and she's like, you know what, you're right. You know what, you're right. And then he's in the room looking directly at Sylvia saying, oh yeah, I, lo- I love you too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my one, he was like, uh, I, yeah, and I think I'm in love. Oh, okay. That's yeah, funnier, yeah. actually. I think that's funnier. Yeah, it made made a little more sense. Uh, and then uh, And then she steals his keys. Which is yep. really important. Well, it but is important. Aside from the fact to set up that, yeah, she, she's a thief. She's 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 thiefing. She's a bad person. She's thiefing around. 
So Jackie Chan is Thomas. Yeah, Thomas. Yes, that's that's his character's name, and the other one's David. Once again, they're all white names. They're all very white. Yeah, of course they are. Cause... Thomas, David. I guess Sylvia isn't, and Moby mm. is quite an old name actually. Mm. Moby Dick. It's my favorite kind. Speaking of Moby, he's at a restaurant looking for this character called Fatso, and he doesn't want to get drunk. Oh my god, he's called Fatso in your version as well. <laughs> he's called Fatso in your version. Yes, yep. <laughs> oh no. It was uh, it was bad. Um, it was funny, because they bumped into a really fat guy, and I thought he was going to be Fatso, but he wasn't. He was just a fat guy. <laughs> and there's another fat guy who's <laughs> even fatter, and he's Fatso. Except he's also dying? <laughs> yes. But- <laughs> Oh my god, this scene must have been wild. I it is wild. <laughs> it it's, is. I don't even know. Like so first he goes to this this bar or whatever. A very, very Italian, like a mob boss style bar as well. Yes. Uh he's wearing a dark suit for some reason, and one of the guys there is like, uh, he, hey, have you been to a funeral? And he's like, What? Because mm. you look like you dressed for a funeral. And I was like, why would you ask? If he's been to a funeral, he's probably quite upset. You probably get quite a few people coming to a bar after a funeral. Yeah. Why would you point that out? You're a terrible barkeep. That is exactly what happened in mine as well. So I'm glad that we both got nice. that joke. That very important joke. That very vital joke, mm. I would say. But then he goes into the next room and he's friends with everyone. Um, and they all want to give him alcohol. <laughs> but... He's like, no, I can't drink tonight. As he skulls a as glass he of wine, skulls glasses of wine. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not gonna get drunk. Glug 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 glug. Oh, dude, I can't have too much wine. I can't be drunk. Glug glug glug. And then then he goes and sees Fatso, who is this extremely obese man lying on a floor dying. Mm. And Fatso tells him the address of where Gloria used to live, which is where Sylvia lives now. Which hmm. he then goes to see. But first, he's going to do that in the morning. We've got to get through the rest of the night. So we go back to David and Thomas's apartment. Hmm. And Sylvia's in there, and they're each trying to give her their bedding so she can sleep on the couch. She's got out of the shower. She's wearing a shirt. It's pretty sexy. Oh, yeah, there's <laughs> that as well. There's a lot of that. Uh, and they're like, oh, got to get me some of that. Here's my pillow. Here's my sheet. Have this tuna. Except they're grabbing from the other person's bed. Yeah. Because of course they are. And this thing goes on for ages and it ends with her being like, okay, enough is enough. Who wants it first? I don't mind. Wow. Wow. And then they say, oh, we're good for now or something. They say it together and then they walk off. Okay. Well, this was different for me. Because uh, she says, which one of you wants to sleep with me? Or both of you? I don't mind. What? Is that what she says? Yep. Is that what she says in your version? Yep. That's nearly verbatim. That's so much more blatant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very blatant. She's like, all right, uh, enough of this, you know. Let, let, let's get to the cut to the chase, I think she says. Mm. And then they, they like go, whoa, <laughs> like the, one of them spitters drink out the other rips the book he's reading and then they get up and they go it's like not tonight (laughs) is what they say and then they both walked away what a scene and then they wake up the next morning and she's stolen 
their money that they tried to hide from her. Yep. But she's stolen it. They 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 left out like a bait wallet, but she didn't take the bait. She in fact searched the entire house and found all their money that they hid. So she's driving back to her house, which is where the detective's going. They accidentally crash into each other, and then she yep. steals his wallet. And Moby's like, hey, you're gonna pay for my car. And she's like, here, here's the number of uh, my boyfriend. Yep. Call him up, he'll pay for the repairs. And the boyfriend is actually the old man who lives next door to Thomas and David because it's yep. his car that she stole. Yep. She's just stealing everyone's things. And at this point I was like, you know what? I don't think I'm on board for her. I don't think I'm on board with her just stealing everything. Yeah, that was like a very awful thing to do. Yeah. I feel like for the most of it, she gets off pretty scot-free by the end for being not very nice for most of the movie. Like, she doesn't actually do anything nice during this movie. So she goes back to her house, which is where the detective is currently heading as well. So they both go into the house. She walks in first, and uh, a bunch of mysterious men in suits are also there. And they're like, we're going to take you away. We're going to kidnap you. And she's like, oh, no, you're going to kidnap me. Uh, No, 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 no. no. I think you remember that scene wrong. Because I I specifically remember she's going, who are you? What do you want? Oh, we're we're just a couple of guys. We're going to... We're gonna need to take you away. <laughs> that's that's not my that's not what happened in my version. <laughs> oh no, they just had the voice that was like, "Oh, we gotta oh. take you to see the boss." That's so bad. But, yeah, it was like really bad mob boss sort of. That's so painful. It, it was it was really painful. Um, funny, very funny, <laughs> but painful. Yeah, it was painfully funny. Is that your review of the dubbed version? Yes, it was painfully funny. More pain than funny. <laughs> <laughs> but you pain you gain so that's true you did gain and i gained nothing <laughs> you gained a, you lose a laugh. i did gain i i did gain that epic fight scene you gained the um, epic fight scene and you gained content for this podcast by watching absolutely. the inferior version of the movie oof anyway they they capture her but then good old uh, moby he he rings the doorbell but then she throws the keys under the door and he's like oh Mm. And then uh, Moby comes in swinging. Bit of kung fu action. I wasn't expecting it from Moby. Yeah, not from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not at this point. Like, he's obviously... Mm. If you are familiar with him as an actor, as a director, you know that he can do this. But, But, like, his character... Up until this point in the movie, yeah. To be fair, our two food experts did kung fu on on some biker gangs. So, really, anything could... But he, he comes in swinging. He's not bad. Yeah. He's, he's punching people up. I was like, oh, damn. Moby's got some moves. He does, though. He's good. And, yeah, like, he beats them up uh, just in time for her to escape. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, man, she's getting away. Oh, sorry. Oh, man, she's getting away. Quick. And then I guess they just chase her for the entire day as well. Yes. Because <laughs> the next time we see her, she's getting chased by different people, but she's still getting chased. So it seems yep. like that whole day for her started by getting chased and ended by getting chased. It almost seems like yep. maybe she should stop stealing things. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I loved this because after this moment, uh, Moby, he then goes to see the guy who hired him. Mm. And he's like, who are these other men? You hired someone else because you didn't trust my ability to to get information on Gloria and, and her daughter, Sylvia. And the man's like, no, 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 I didn't hire these people. I don't know what you're talking about. I understand why you're upset, though. How about I give you more money? He says, he says in my version he's sworn to secrecy. What? And I'm like, but why? 
Because it never comes back. He, he blabs the story later on. And also, it does seem like he's acting of his own volition. He's not acting for anyone else, this guy, as well. That's weird. I liked it, though, because he's like, all right, here's some more money. Will you do the job? Will you finish the job for me? And Moby says, all right, mate, I'm going to need three seconds to think it over. Yep. One, two, three, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the same joke. Same joke. Nice. Sylvia goes back to the brother's apartment mm. and admits that she stole their money. Yep. And then goes into her tragic backstory to explain why she steals money. She says her mother went crazy at one point and went into the the insane asylum. She had a she had a bad turn. We know later on it's because the maid she her mum was working as a maid, and then the, the count he had uh, he assaulted her. Yeah, yeah, assaulted assaulted her, and uh, then when he found out she was pregnant. He fired her. And then she, she's upset. And then, yeah, she goes to the asylum and doesn't make any money. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's been forced out on the streets by herself. And she's she's forced to the yeah. life of crime. And so uh, I think it's Jackie Chan. He's like, okay, then, well, that's a very sad backstory. I'm sorry to hear that for you. I'm also sorry to hear that sad music that was playing while you were saying that as well. It really set the scene, brought a tear to my eye. How about we hire you? For the van, and that way you can make some honest money. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, all right. Sounds good. So then we get a montage of them showing off their cool kung fu martial arts to her. And she's like, haha, but I can do these flips. And they're like, whoa, we're all so talented. The detective guy, he then spots her on the street as she's serving all this food. And is like, oh, quick, you got to come with me. And he, he brings it to the back alley and it's like... Okay, I'm not worried about all the damage you did to my car or anything. I just need to you to come with me. There's a benefactor guy. He needs to talk to you. And she's like, I'm not going to fall for your tricks, idiot. And kicks him in the balls. Yep. And he's like, ooh, ouch. Ooh. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. That's me, Ooh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you certainly made that sound. But he sees these men in the suits, the same men from her apartment. They try to kidnap her, and they're paying a young lady to go and order some food so that Sylvia will bring the food over to where the little girl is, which is where the men are, and then they're going to kidnap her. Oh, my God. So he goes and tells Thomas and David, and Thomas and David are like, Let's fight. And they go and fight the dudes. So so they have a fight, they beat up the dudes, and then they, they, they jump in the van. And that's when the chase starts. Now, this chase is amazing, but I've got one note that I wrote down, and I'm interested to see if it was the same for you. The soundtrack it was a horror music moment oh, for me. I don't know if it was horror music for me. No, it was action-y for me. Ah. It was like... It got to that point for me, but in mine, it kind of started off with a lot of like high-pitched strings and it sounded like like a slasher sequence you know where you're being chased by a masked killer or something i thought it was kind of cool but also out of place that is very bizarre car chase is cool though it does some jumps it jumps over a bridge and lands in the back of a truck yeah a truck full of oranges yeah which is cool that was a great stunt love that Yeah, yeah 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 very cool although I did notice that after they left the card of oranges, there was no trace of the, the stunts <laughs> afterwards. Of course. Was, eh, uh, oh, well. 
did you notice how they drive past every iconic Spanish landmark in this scene? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I did absolutely notice that. And that was the real moment where I was like, oh yeah, they are in Spain, aren't they? And um, they are attacking the cars that are chasing them by like shooting condiments and oil at their screens to get them like distracted so, so they'll swerve into the other cars, which was pretty fun. And Moby is like rolling canisters of probably gas on the road and I thought that they were going to make the cars explode but instead they rolled under the wheel and made the car go up on its side and kind of do some tricks like that which was cool. He does pour a bottle of oil on the ground which apparently affects the car even though that would have left the tiniest amount of oil Uh, on the ground. Like it's just a bottle and he barely does like a cup of it. And if you think of a cup of oil on the ground, that's not going to do anything to a car. No. <laughs> but for them, it, it does an oil slick. I liked that, yeah, they didn't blow the cars up, which is what you would get in an American film. Oh, absolutely. They just made the cars go all slippery and crash into each other. There's no explosions in this movie, and I appreciated that a lot. Yeah, sometimes you don't you don't want an explosion. You just want a good time, good action time. <laughs> sometimes you don't want an explosion. You just want a good time. Zach, 2020. Quote, unquote. So yeah, they confront the guy who hired Moby. Uh, turns out he is the butler of the Count that uh, impregnated Gloria. And he informs them that the Count is dead. Ooh. The count is dead. And they've got three more days to show up in court or whatever to get their inheritance from the count. Mm. And that is why this other guy wants to kidnap Sylvia to stop her from getting the money so that he inherits everything. He's like the count's brother or something. The count's evil brother. Mm. So that's the the plot. That's the plot. I liked it. I liked that that was the I twist. Think it, I think this part of the plot made sense. I just... It took a while to get there, and still, I don't think I like the character that's, that's uh, Sylvia. Mm. She's not a very likable character. They try no. and make her out to be, but she's not really. She's, well, she looks likable, and that's all you need in the movie, isn't it? Yep, and she says likable things. Yeah, they have to then come up with a plan to... Uh, why do they come up with a plan? <laughs> so, what happens for me is they need to go protect their dad because the the bad guys are going to come for the dad and the the mum. So what happens for me is the guy one of a uh, Moby the detective pretends to be crazy. Yes. to get an ambulance over. And then once they get the ambulance over, they off-screen like beat up and tie up these poor innocent <laughs> ambulance drivers yeah and they steal the ambulance and they steal the ambulance they drive to the insane asylum i didn't because that's the thing is that they don't really explain that they need to go and help the mum and dad in my version they just kind of showed up there they're like you know what we gotta do cut to moby pretending to be crazy on the street anyway get the mum and dad in in the van and they're driving out but then oh yes there's a bulldozer blocking the entrance they can't get out and they're like what why is a bulldozer here which is a fair reaction (laughs) very good reaction this is this massive bulldozer why is there a bulldozer blocking the gate like perfectly and moby's like oh i'm gonna go ask the driver to move this 
bulldozer that looks like it's perfectly put here to stop us from leaving and is definitely not going to be driven by the bad guys. Absolutely. So he goes and does that. He gets kidnapped and then Jackie Chan goes and sees what's going on as well. And mm. yeah, it's bad guys. So they fight. And then while they're fighting, yeah, yeah, yeah. the bad guys come and they also kidnap Gloria and, and Sylvia. Thomas and David are like, oh man, we got to go save him. Quick, maybe you got to come with us. And maybe he's like, oh man, I don't want to go. And then they go. So they go to the Count 2.0 or the Count's brother, whoever he is. They go to his castle because, uh, he, yeah, he does have a castle. And they're going to try and break into that castle to save Gloria and Sylvia. And they spend 15 minutes oh, yeah. just doing hijinks. Just trying to get in. It goes on for so long. Uh, yeah. Okay, so so they come in and they're like, they have several plans to get in. Yes. Uh, one of the the plans is to climb up the side. Jackie Chan does some cool stunts where he climbs up the side with um throwing rods mm. into holes. Yes. In and the then... side of the castle. Yes. That was uh, uh, that was amazing. That was a really cool stunt. And I was I was kind of annoyed that that's the one they led with. I wish that was the like the final one he used to get in. Yeah, because all the other ones are just silly. Yeah, like silly stunt ones. And that one's genuinely impressive, yeah. But um, he gets to the top and then a baseball bat, like a uh, baseball hits him in the head. Yeah. And he falls down. And then the bad guys go, what? What was that? And then uh, he's gone. He disappears. And then they're like, oh, I guess it was nothing. David's plan is to uh, use a grapple to kind of abseil up the side of one of the walls. However, the rope he's using, uh, the bad guys grab the rope, and then when he reaches the top, he says, oh no, they're grabbing the rope, so he tries to he tries to climb back down to the ground, but then they pull him up, and mm. it's really funny because he's going down, and then he gets pulled up. And then there's, it's just a lot of Moby and Jackie kind of sneaking around trying to get mm. in and yeah i just i felt like this is such a weird moment because it's the final act mm. and i like that there's still comedy but i didn't think this landed particularly well because you just you're it just waiting long. yeah like you're 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 just waiting for the final fight that you know is coming and is going to be good they're in the castle there's uh the bad the bad villain the sylvia there they're all sitting at a table and yep. then the goons bring in david and David's like, oh, hi, everyone. What? It's time to eat. Yum, yum, yum. Then Jackie Chan and uh, Moby bump into the mum. Uh, Jackie Chan's like, hey, I'm going to get under your skirt and hide there yep. for some reason. Uh, now, uh, fun fact, I've done that for a comedy show. I've had to hide underneath someone's skirt. It was a very funny joke. It was very entertaining. Uh, you can't. They, It's impossible. People see you. <laughs> nice. It's, it's impossible. You can't. Did they have a giant skirt like that? Yeah, it was like a, like hoop. a yeah, the Victorian era skirts. It, yeah, it, right. it's impossible. <laughs> well, in this movie, that it was also impossible because as they sneak in, the Baron's like, "Hey, yeah, I see you in there. <laughs> Get out of there, idiot." <laughs> it's just funny. And Jackie Chan's like, "Oh, hey guys, sorry I'm late." Yep. And then they all fight. And then they yeah, then they start fighting. I think they take Sylvia and Gloria down to the dungeon. The dungeon. This is the only swear in the English dub. Oh, they swore in yours? They don't in mine yeah, at all. They don't, they don't at all. It's only at this point, and he says, take these bitches to the dungeon. Oh, well, what? Of course. I know. Of course. It was, that's... <laughs> it was so jarring because this guy never swore. He didn't seem like the sort of guy to swear as well. Mm. Like, because he's very like, 
I am a baron. I'm above all this sort of thing. Yeah, he's very know? proper. He's very proper. Yeah, very proper. Like he fences. That's mm. that's his main villain thing. Because of course, all villains must do some sort of recreational sport. And so, what does he do? So then, Moby chases after the baron, the count, whatever he is, yep. into the room where they fence, and then he starts to fence him. Yes. So that's happening while David is just kind of punching up random goons, but Jackie then goes to take out the main guy. The Jet. Now, this fight Mm. is the best fight we have seen this year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Because it's epic, and it's long, and it's good. It's so classic Jackie Chan. He's using the environment. Mm, He's using everything around him to fight this guy. Lots of chairs. A lot of chairs were sacrificed for this scene. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it's this epic fight where they're clearly like equals Mm. sort of thing. They're, They're trading blows like... At one point, Jet has the upper hand and he's wailing into him while Jackie Chan's trying to block and land his own blows. And then there's other times where Jackie Chan's, like, landing a few kicks and, uh, like, throwing chairs around and stuff. Oh, it's great. But then it looks like Jet's actually going to beat him as Jackie Chan's, like, getting beat up. But then Jackie Chan's like, oh, you know what I gotta do? I gotta act like this is a practice fight. Act like this is a practice fight. <laughs> <laughs> and he and he pulls up a chair and he sits down on it like <sighs> And then they start fighting again, except this time Jackie Chan's all like a little bit cocky, like Yeah. Not cocky, but like relaxed, you know, he's relaxed, he's like just sort of throwing a few punches here and there and it's it's taking Jet off off guard, you know? He's not sure what's happening here. I liked at this point in the fight you can see those obvious bruises on both of their faces it looks quite oh weird. yeah they get a lot of bruises happening in this fight like they're both getting um, in some really good hits yeah jet has blood leaking from his lip at one point mm-hmm. i also want to mention before we get to how the fight ends the music during the fight as well oh epic. super epic kind of like a western because there's these it's like a male choir and they're like vocalizing the same way that you would in a Western movie, and I thought that was very cool. And by Western, I mean cowboy Western, not yeah, 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 that's Western that's, Western. That's what yeah. I presumed. And that was, yeah, the, the soundtrack for the entire movie is great, but this fight in particular, so epic. Yeah, if you if you want to just look up the fight scene from this movie, Jet versus Jackie Chan, look up that. Yeah. Um. So they they juke it out to the the very last. Um. But the Jet takes uh, a couple of blows to the head. And he's really on his last legs. Like, he gets all wobbly. And then finally, near the very end, he goes for a punch. But then Jackie Chan sort of pushes him to the side. And he flies out the window of this castle. That's out the window. But Jackie Chan is still holding onto one of his legs, I yes, think. Yes, he grabs his legs. Now, in my version, in my version, the first thing Jet says when he's out the window is, Oh, pull me up for a second round. Yeah, yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, that's what he says. It's so great. Good. Which is a great line. It's so good. Yeah, for a second round. And so Jackie Chan pulls him up, because he's a bro. Yeah. So the Jet's like, whew, alright, I'm kind of done. He doesn't say that, but he like, no. he rests there, and Jackie Chan just... No, he did of... say that in my version, actually. What does he, he say? He said, yeah, I'm done, mate. Oh, I'm just gonna have a little bit of a kip. It was a weird moment. Yeah, no, that does sound weird. And so they both rush into the fencing room, see Moby there. The other two grab uh, rapiers. Yes, and they face off, and they say, we are the three musketeers, which was very yep. nice. Nice little Is there, uh, They did uh, all all for one and one for all for me. Oh, uh, yeah. I think they do that as well, but then they say, like the three musketeers, just in case you don't understand oh, okay. the reference. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> 
and then uh, they they stab him. First they go down and they stab down. Then they go up and they stab up. And then uh, one says Chinese fire truck. Oh yes. And they all stab in different directions. And of course, uh, the villain can't block no. all all three of them. And so they kill him. Yeah, they don't show it. They don't really say what happens to him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, in my canon, he just like surrenders. He drops his sword because he yeah. clearly lost. And he's quite an honourable man-ish kind of sometimes. Yeah, he has honour in the sport at least. Yeah. And then they, uh, they get Sylvia her million quadrillion inheritance. Yeah, we cut to a couple days later. She's now super rich, and uh, she walks up to them and their truck, and is like, "Hey, uh, by the way, summer's." coming up and i want a job and they're like we'll hire you for summer yay and then it ends uh oh no, oh, no it doesn't no it doesn't <laughs> no uh, you forgot. forgot the most important bit of the movie sandra How i love this? this i love this moment because moby comes up and he has the papers yay he's now officially uh for me he was uh hired by the police oh no for me he's just a private de- because your still. one's like he doesn't have the papers for it, mm. whereas he he is the official detective in my one. But this time, uh, for me, he was hired by the police, and now he's working for the law. Interesting. I don't mind that either. Yeah. That's quite good. And he goes yeah. up to David, mm. Thomas, and Sylvia, and says, "That was pretty fun. How about we do it again? Mm. I've got a case mm. where we've got to go save the president." Who's been kidnapped by a bunch of cannibals. Yes, <laughs> by a bunch of cannibals. And they're like, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, then they point to something. What did, what did they do to distract him? I think they're just like, cannibals like that over there, maybe? And know. he's like, huh? And then they kick him in the back. <laughs> and, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it's a good ending. Hey. It's a good joke to end it on. Yeah. And that is Meals on wi- Wheels on Me. There are wheels and meals and they're in the title in some order, but it's the wrong one. It's the opposite way around. I think it's a good movie. I think the English dub is bad. <laughs> and that's not very surprising. I'm very torn because I'm definitely going to recommend this, but I don't know whether I'd recommend the sub or the dub. Yeah, I would recommend the sub if you want to actually watch it for a movie. Yeah. I recommend the dub if you want to watch something really bad, like funny bad, because the dub's funny bad, but the rest of the movie's quite good. That's the thing as well with watching the dub is it does make it so bad it's good, but then you've also yes. got the genuinely good stunts and genuinely good fighting. Yes, so it's an awkward position, and also the plot kind of sucked. Yeah, um, that's my main issue with this movie is the plot isn't very good good uh for the most part the character like yeah like the overarching story is there it's just the the main plot of a lot of the characters it's just like eh. yeah i wish that this was maybe 20 minutes shorter mm. especially with the subbed version because there's a lot of moments where they are doing jokes and it doesn't entirely land a lot of the mental hospital stuff wasn't particularly funny and that's a lot of this movie uh, I didn't mind it when Jackie Chan and David were, like, uh, riffing. That was all right. But a lot of the Moby stuff didn't... I don't know. I didn't find it too funny. It was very hit or miss, his stuff in particular. And, yeah, I think maybe it's just a little bit too long, mm. yeah, particularly for the sub version. I don't... Yeah, it, it was a little bit long at the end there, I feel. But then the jet scene wasn't long enough. I no, that was, was incredible. It was great. Yeah. It, was, it was good. So, I don't know what I'm going to rate it. The other thing is, like, would I recommend this to people? Yes. 
Only if they have seen at least three other Jackie Chan movies, though. Mm, I wouldn't yeah. recommend this to someone who hasn't seen any of his films before. Whereas I would recommend the the dubbed version to anyone who's looking to watch something so bad it's good. Mm. Sort of thing. I want to say dubbed is a is an oldie, but the sub is a goodie. Do you want to rate this a goodie and I rate this an oldie? I was gonna rate this the opposite of what you were gonna rate it, yes. That was kind of what I went into it, like... Yeah, I think I, I think so. And I think I should... I uh, I should rate it an oldie. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I have an obligation after the, the audio I witnessed <laughs> to rate this an oldie. Yeah. And I think it, it is quite an oldie in places. Like, I think there are a few better Jackie Chan movies. Oh, yeah. There. 100% there are. 100% there are better films. And so, maybe watch those first. So, the, the, the final rating is, watch the subbed version. Subs, not dubs. Subs, not dubs. Although, dubs, if you want it to be so bad, it's good. Because subs, at points, is just no, kind no, of No, 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 no. Just the flat statement, subs, not dubs. Oh, no, that, that, yes, 100%. <laughs> um... Which, to be fair, is true. It is a true statement. Never watch stuff with dubs. Unless... You're doing a podcast, and it'd be really funny. You're doing a podcast. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Or it's the only version you can find for that as well. No excuse. Just don't watch it. (laughs) So... If you can only find the dubs, just delete that show. Yeah. It's technically an oldie and a goodie from us, but also there's so many asterisks and conditions to those ratings. Yes, that... just put, like, oldie and goodie, but asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. <laughs> like it's... Yeah. Uh, and that's what we're going to rate it. We're going to now Excellent. pitch some sequels. First, though, there aren't actually any sequels. However, Ooh. there are some things that continued on this brand of Wheels on Meals. Particularly surrounding the Japanese release of this movie, they changed the title oh, yeah? to Spartan X. Ah, right. And there's uh, a bunch of arcade games released under oh, the yeah. name Spartan X that were tie-ins to That's the movie. Bizarre. Uh, the game Spartan X was retitled to Kung Fu Master when it was released worldwide. Oh, that's weird. And I think they removed all stuff tying it into the movies for that worldwide release, which is weird. But also in uh, Japan, there are some comic books that tie in to the film. Mm. I think they're sequels even, and they are called Spartan X. So, so there is technically Spartan X comic book series, which are to a point sequels of this movie. Okay. They exist. Yep. Uh, it's all a bit of a mess, really. Yeah, no, that does sound bizarre. To pitch my sequel, I mean, it's it's the mission that Moby asked them to go on. That's my sequel. Oh, yeah. I want to see them saving the president from cannibals. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. So how does that story go, Sandra? Somehow Moby convinces them. Obviously. Well, he always convinces them. He always convinces them. They try to say no. That was the scene. They try to say no, but they never end up. They always get hooked into whatever he's doing. I think he said that this was happening in Africa. They've got to go to Africa to save the president from cannibals. There's a funny scene on the plane where Sylvia is looking around at all these passengers who are sleeping, and she sees their wallets and and is like, oh... It was a part of my personality before to steal it, but I don't need you, but I'm so rich, but I really want to, really want to steal it. Like, she's a bit of a kleptomaniac, and she just, yep. she can't help but steal things. Yep. But she fights the urge. That's her character arc, is she eventually learns that she shouldn't steal again. <laughs> it's the same arc, but this time <laughs> she doesn't need to steal because she's rich, and that's why she doesn't, that's why she stops stealing. Nice. Also, they recast her. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. They get, like... I think they also recast, like, either either David or Moby. 
one of those two get recast and it's awkward and jarring. Not, not the dynamic trio. Yeah, I know. They they break up the dynamic trio and just ignore it for like the entirety of the movie. What I think happens is uh, the guy that played Moby, he gets into uh, creative differences with the studio. Absolutely. Because he wants to direct the sequel, but he doesn't... Like, he wants to take it in a direction that the studio doesn't want to take it. So he departs the project both as director and as actor. And that's why they got to recast mm. Moby. My sequel is a little different. Uh, we have uh, our trio once again, um, except they're all being replaced by B-list actors. Sylvia uh, now owns a giant company that's manufacturing all these sausages and other goods, and they're, they've got a share in it. So they're, they're pretty pretty rich now, but a war breaks out. Great. <laughs> and the war <laughs> it needs food. Of course they do. And so... The, the Wheels on Meals team has to go out into the battlefield, <laughs> driving around their truck through the battlefield, serving soldiers food. All right. Can you hear that rain? I, I, I can definitely hear it's it. It's great. Uh, it sounds refreshing. It's, sounds like we need to end this podcast. Time for the next segment. We've got to wrap this show up. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. It shouldn't be too long because it's raving reviews. It's the part of the show where I get some reviews from Rotten Tomatoes and Sandra guesses the score. That's it. That's how it works. All right. Mark, he says... Surprisingly good movie. Mark, elaborate. What was good? What was bad? Mark? It was surprisingly good. Uh, This review is 3 out of 5. It's 3.5. You were close. Uh, You were close. Close enough. Close enough. Stevie. You'll agree with Stevie. Stevie says, stick around for the fights between Jackie and the Jet. One of the best on-screen fights ever. I agree. Yep. That's a 4. That's a 4. That is a 4. Well done. Good job. All right. You got a point. And then finally... I think we can all agree with Deadly. Yep. Right. Deadly says, a culinary kick-ass romp. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Uh, it sounds three... like something that they'd put on the DVD cover. It does. I, I genuinely love that. That's very funny. That's, uh, that's a four as well, I think. Nah, that's a five out of five. Because oh, it's a culinary kick-ass romp. That is the episode, though. Thank you so much for listening. There's links to our Facebook page in the description where you can message us or you can message me on Instagram. I'm at Sandro Felcher, S-A-N-D-R-O-F-A-L-C-E. Email us, oldiebuddygoddypod at gmail.com. We're on YouTube. Leave a comment if you want. We've got a Spotify playlist with songs. It's pretty funny until you get the Sylvester Sloan song. Uh, that's everything we got to plug. Check out the episode of Crook Up Table Podcast I was on. That's out uh, tomorrow. If nice. you listen on the time of release, Zach, you are picking next week's episode. All right, what do we got? You got four options, and honestly, they all seem kind of amazing in their own way. Oh, yeah? I'll start off with the one that I think is more up your alley. Oh, yeah? And by that, I mean it's not at all. Yep. Tightrope. Yep. Stars Clint Eastwood. I was joking, it is up your alley. Oh. Clint Eastwood, he's a detector. He's a detective. He's got to hunt down a vicious killer. Oh, okay. It's like a dark thriller with Clint Eastwood. With Clint Eastwood. All right. Speaking of big names, you've also got The Woman in Red, which is written, directed, and starring Willy Wonka himself, Gene Wilder. Ooh. It's about a man who sees a woman dressed in red, and then it's a a lot of hijinks of him trying to meet her through, like, roundabout ways. All right. Interesting. You've got Sheena. Yep basically Tarzan, but what if she was a woman and also in a movie of the same amount of quality as Conan the Destroyer? Shira? No, Sheena. Not Shira. Oh, I thought it was Shira for a second. 
If it was Shira, that would be great. But this is yeah, that would be an insta pick. I'd yeah. be like, boom, let's do that. I think she she's telepathic and can talk to animals through her telepathy. All right then. To be honest, it sounds terrible, but also amazing. Like one of those. Yeah, sort of that films. does sound terrible and amazing. Tempting. And then your final choice is the Adventures of Buckaroo Bonsai across the eighth dimension. <laughs> what? Doctor Buckaroo Bonsai is a physicist, neurosurgeon test pilot yes, I and musician one. who has to save the world from aliens one. i picked this one <laughs> on name alone <laughs> the adventures of buckaroo bonsai across the eighth dimension yes absolutely i just want to go through that again he's a physicist neurosurgeon test pilot and musician who has to save the world from aliens sounds like the only person qualified to save the people from aliens I knew you were going to pick that one. I was like, Absolutely. you might do Sheena just based off the the the, the title. Yeah, Sheena sounds sounds like really close to what I would pick. Yeah, but, but <laughs> Bakuru Banzai or whatever his name is, it takes the cake. He's he's got it all. It's such a long title. <laughs> all right, we'll do that one next week. I predict that you're going to rate this an oldie, but you're going to enjoy it. I'm going to predict that you're going to rate this an oldie, and I'm going to rate this a goodie. And it's going to be a good time. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap it up with the best quote from Meals on Wheels. Mine is, you want me to do this job for you? I'm going to need to think it over. I need three seconds. Three, two, one. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. Mummy told me not to get into fights. I think mummy told you to go home. I don't know if she said that. Let me go check. Hello, I'm Timmy. And I just wanted to say... Hey, it's me, Timmy. <laughs> I just wanted to say... That the jokes about my dog dying were were fictional and my dog is alright. Hello, it is me, the dog. I am fine. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, dog. You can talk. Yes, on account of me snorting so much cocaine. (laughs) I have have gained sentience. Well, I'm Timmy and I'm going to snort some cocaine now and see if I also get pet (laughs) plant. Well, this is a twist. Will Timmy survive? Will the dog go on to adventures? Find out next week on Timmy and his dog. <laughs> Timmy and the cocaine dog. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.